Hello, and welcome to I'm on my period piece. I'm Lindsay. I'm Molly. And we're the Sherman sisters. This week, we watched, uh, what's it, what was it called? The Boston Strangler. The Boston Strangler. Um, starring Kira Knightley, who, according to this podcast, is mother. Um, she is a load-bearing uh, icon yeah. of the podcast. And, and of, she, like, the period piece world, I would say. Absolutely. And she was in it with the husbands of two other period piece icons, mm-hmm. British period piece icons, Emily as well Mortimer. As Carrie Coon. Yeah, Rebecca Hall. We love Carrie Coon. I love her. We do love Carrie Coon. She just got a little something. She has a beautiful timbre to her voice. She does. It's very... I, she should read audiobooks. I bet she has. I bet she has, too. We should, we should Google that. She's also married to that dude. Tracy Letts. Tracy Letts. <laughs> I think that's a very charming couple, personally. I bet that they are sparkling at dinner parties. I bet so, but they also strike me as like a Vermont cozy cabin type. For sure. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I think because there's just nothing glam about him to me. No, he's not glam. He You're is, right. And he is not glam. <laughs> but he does seem funny. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like him. He dated um, Sarah Paulson, I think. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I think he was her one, like, high-profile The one male, man. <laughs> uh, before Cherry Jones came and sort of changed the game up. We love Cherry Jones. And who Jones. among us? <laughs> we love Cherry Jones on this podcast. Oh, that's Let it al- be known. That's also mother. Nan Pierce well, like, is sort mother. Like, sugar mother. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, wow. Man. Um, so before we start talking about the Boston Strangler. Yeah. Let's catch up, bitch. Please. Let's sync up. It's syncing up, actually. What have you been up to? Thank you for asking. Um, once again, my life is sort of media-driven right now. Of course. Aren't I'm not all these doing days. a lot. In fact, I need to get back to cross-stitching. I do, too. Oof. I put it down, and I didn't look back. And crocheting. And I need I to get back onto it. that. Yeah. I think because like, I was doing it while I was watching Ink Master. Interesting period of my life. Mm-hmm. Um and it's one of those, like, the habit stacking. They got tied together. They and did. It was you like, ran out of Ink Master, and now what you're supposed to do. Yeah, I didn't even run out of it. I was just like, I can't keep doing this. Yeah. You know, I think Craig and I are both like... You hit the skids. <laughs> it has that sort of, like, wrestling quality, the way that... Like, the, the season that killed it for us was the grudge match one, where they had these two, like, old-timey, like tattoo artists like fake smack talking each other the whole season sensory overload for me i feel i mean it definitely is (laughs) you know that i find that a lot of media it's like you are trying to make me insane Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i don't know why do you feel like when you sit down in front of the tv you're like i know that there are about a hundred tv shows i've said that i want to watch to various people at this moment i cannot recall any of them and nothing looks good. Does that ever happen to you? Yes. <laughs> all the time. I need a list of, like, non-stimulating TV shows, like, for co- toddlers. But yeah. for, like, me. But for me. Um, X-Files is working pretty well, actually. Okay. I okay. mean, it's just something, I mean, it's, like, on film. It's 90s. Well, it's muted. Is it kind of a thing, too, where, like, the episodes follow a familiar kind of a... Yeah, it's a Monster of the Week show. Yeah. I yeah. love that kind of thing. When there's, like, it's it's got a pattern. I think that you actually would really like it. Because I it would. there's a gorgeous free zone be- between um David Anderson and Dukovny 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 um, who was like super handsome yeah, in he the was, 90s he was Courtney's crush at that time I get it because there she is had something a, boyishly charming about Fox Mulder I remember at the time she was like if I see Taya Leone in these streets <laughs> oh they're married they huh? were married I think you they are they, since divorced because he is a sex addict I forgot about that. Okay. Yeah. And he was on that show, Californication, too. I just wish that he could have sort of kept that same image he had in the X-Files days. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas Gillian Anderson just got um, really sort of alarmingly sexy. Better and better <laughs> and very, and Because, like, she was, like, pretty and cute. 
on the show. She's and then like 10, at, babes. She is one of those people where I'm like, that's the trajectory that I want. Period. Is she, she hit a Taurus? I bet she is. Let's look it up. She hit her like 40s or 50s and was like, escape velocity. Yes. Let's, let's get nutso with how pretty we are. She is not. She is, in fact, a Leo. Okay, it worked. Um, I think you'd really like her clothes on the show, too. Okay. I always pictured that she was wearing, like, lady suits. Is that not so? They're fun lady suits. Okay. They're, like, really... And sometimes they're boring. Yeah. But, like, she's really cut some interesting looks that are cool. And uh, towards the end of season one, she was pregnant, so they had to get creative with hiding it. Um, That's always so silly to me. Yeah. (laughs) She actually also, like, her face in those early seasons really reminds me of my friend Abby. Yeah. Like, just, like, kind of a sweet, like, 1940s face. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, she's such a classic beauty. Wow. Both of them, really. Um, X-Files is working for me on that. But more importantly, new shows dropping. Uh, Love is Blind second tranche. Wow, we just finished today. Okay. I have so many thoughts. Do you think that Netflix was like, Bliss, how can we make this worth your time? It must have been, because no girl in her right mind would meet Zach in person and be like, I'm so charmed that I'm willing to put aside the fact that you chose the worst woman (laughs) in the world over me. A present. After I told you... The woman she was who bad. forgot your birthday called you ugly the second she met you, basically. Yeah. And, like, could not stand to be around you. Yeah. And that every single other girl in the entire women's quarters, except for Micah, thought was, was trash. Also trash. Like, come on, vibes. I, you know, with Irina, it's like, I definitely don't want to do ad hominem attacks, but I will. Oh, yeah, no. Parker You're was like... You're not cute enough to be that mean. <laughs> I have heard... Like me, and then like at book club last week, several of the other girls were like, "So yeah, not to be awful or whatever, but like Arena, ugly. <laughs> like she's not a cute girl, and it's just it's for a soul a soul level ugliness. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's the the people if she don't had a understand. Sweetheart, I'd be like, it's there's fine. a matrix. Yeah, that like you. You know, it's the the, the dumb rolled doll quote. Yeah, exactly. Why am I saying dumb? The I mean sun it. shining out your face thing. I mean it actually. <laughs> <laughs> I mean literally, dead ass. Yeah, I think that I've never met a person with a like stunning, beautiful, kind personality where I've thought anything about their their looks. Right, exactly. Apart from like, I love. Wow, them. she's beautiful. They're beautiful. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, now if you're mean, I'm going in on you. Absolutely, and she I'm is gonna, and such I'm a mean girl. Well, and then like, so we just saw Micah's other friends today, and I was like, she really has a type. Dumb asses. She chooses screeching harpies. Oh my god! And then I saw this one. Um, I read this. Uh, I think it was on Vulture. Um, a recap, and they were saying like Micah's friend clearly goes to the same back alley lip filler doctor that Micah girl. does, and I was like, ouch. <laughs> I mean, it's like how you can tell that their lips are filled, but they're like still not big. So what's the point of all no, of it? No, they're just sort of, they look like little tablets that are jutting. It's giving yeah. very like, if you don't know, I'm M to the Bay. Yes. Like they look like chabs. Well, they and kind they of are American chabs. Seattle. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that should unite us all is that there's chabs all over the place. Exactly. Yeah. Man, I've seen some eviscerating things online. Like, have you seen the TikTok like day in the life of like a Brexit chab? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's like. You know, pretty funny. It's, it's <laughs> yeah, mean, like, but funny. Like, I'm a sales manager. Me girl works in the call center. Like, you know, they... Oh, oh, oh no. It told I us up? we were being too loud again. Dang it, I hate when that happens. Um, it's yeah, none of their business. It's none of your business, girl. It's like, my, my home is like 
completely gray yeah um, going yeah. out fernando's yeah <laughs> or watching love island that sort of thing um and they are the closest thing to uh historically my kin i would say across the pond right of um, course yeah they come from poor peasant British. stock yeah. yeah absolutely um which is why i think you and i really keyed in on peasant pretty lately yeah i've uh, been like it's me uh, i'm a peasant i and yeah we talked about this the hit yeah. rate for peasant pretty is higher than no yeah. so bleach pretty definitely it just is yeah well there's more of us there's more of us, and it's like nature was like, historically, y'all are going to be the ones cranking babies out, so yeah, yeah. hope it's something good to look at. Yeah. Like, I mean, like, the royals, just a ball of oh, teeth. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, like, what's going on there? Anyone in the public eye with a little too much power past uh-huh. the age of 60 looks like something I couldn't have dreamt up in my worst nightmare. It's really insane, and when they actually try to address it with plastic surgery, it just gets worse. It get, Like, it's like what Bezos is... Like, he looks plastic so surgery silly. is hilarious. Simon Cowell, his new oh, face is like, so And he's bad. never once had a haircut that didn't look like a weed whacker. No, it's so bad. It's, it's like, so bad. It's like a like a, a spike that's a little bit just like flaccid. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Very bad hair. It is. It's sort of going up and like like slash marks in two different directions. It's, from Jason Bateman's hair has always kind of been like that too. It has, but he's got a cute face. So, man, I watched Juno last week. Ooh, just because I was like. Mm, it may, maybe a nice little change of pace if I intentionally watched a movie. Yeah. Crying. I believe it, yeah. That's Sea of Love by Cat Power. Beautiful song. What a beautiful song. I, um, yeah, I mean, the, the cutesy uh, dialogue really does not sit super mm. well. Rain Wilson, particularly. <sighs> you could have cut that annoying... whole thing out. He was an annoying figure in the culture. And he seems I to sort of... kind of still is. Yeah. To my well, he's, mind. He's not around. Like, who's still talking about him? I guess people still watch The Office. People people still watch The Office. And to his credit, no one could have did Dwight the way he did. No. And also, his house is really good. He's a good have house. Have you seen his AD tour? No, I have not. Ugh, it's really good. It's like a very Mexican style. Ugh, it's good. He's Baha'i. Really? Mm-hmm. He's probably the only Baha'i celebrity I think I could list. I don't know anything about Baha'i. I don't either. I thought you said Baha'i at first, and I was like, okay. No, he's Baha'i. Interesting. Okay. Um, Yeah, Juno was, you know, honestly, it's everything to do with, um, what's mother? Oh, Alice and Janney. Alice and Janney. We love her. And And J.K. Simmons. Simmons. Never not happy to see them. They're the same kind of happy to see them person. And to see them on screen as, like, a A spouse. And that they named their younger daughter in that Liberty Belt. (laughs) It's cute. What happened to Michael Sarah? I wonder that. He, he does, burned hot and bright and then just... Psh. I think he's focusing on his music. Um, Is that a good idea? No. Last I heard, he did a cover of Blaze Foley's Clay Pigeons. And it's like, um, that song is sort of for country men with... You're Canadian. Um, hair and muscles and stink. <laughs> and... Um, You're not you know. that. You're not qualified. <laughs> I just, nothing of the sort. Nothing. Boy, we're on a mean streak today. I'll do it. I'll keep going. <laughs> I'll keep going. Who else is going to get in the line? Um, well, I went to see Scream. <clears throat> yeah, I actually have more. <laughs> Good, okay, I'm ready. I went with some friends to the Cheesecake Factory oh my for dinner. Oh God, you buried the lead. You did not tell me that you went to the Cheesecake that Factory. That was, you know, it's a thing that like me and this friend group, I literally only go to these like sort of semi-nasty, fast casual, Mm -hmm, like, mm -hmm. wouldn't it be funny? The thing is though, is that macaroni grill is actually good. Macaroni grill is actually good. And I'm going to fight anyone who says otherwise. California Pizza Kitchen actually very good. Pretty good. good. Cheesecake Um, Factory, pretty good. Cheesecake Factory, they did, they, first of all, they, they published the calories 
I would like for them not to do that. Um, it was I hardly anything. Hardly a single thing was under like thirteen hundred. No, there's no way. Yeah. Um. So I was like, even though they give me um, diarrhea every time, let me go ahead and order these corn uh, cakes. Yeah, but they were like, Mercy said no. We're out of those. <laughs> okay. So I ordered like a avocado egg rolls and was like, I'm going to have. 40% of this dish and save room for popcorn yeah. and like just yeah. throw that out there to everyone else and that worked out in my favor and then you know you have to have the like brown bread that they I probably that color with bread. a magic marker wow um, that stuff is good though did ooh, you get any good. cheesecake? no because I brought so much candy in my purse because one thing about right. me is even I when my ship comes in yeah. I'm buying the candy at the store uh-huh. I go to the movie <laughs> even when my ship comes in <laughs> I don't care. I'm not going to play that kind I'm of markup. Not, yeah, and I'm, it was a damn good thing I didn't because at the AMC, their selection was trash, including, like, beef jerky. Ew. Imagine being on a date and someone's like, do you mind if I get this Archer brand beef jerky just mm. to sort of, like, Mm-mm. tear at with my with my mandibles no. in front of you? Can you imagine hearing someone chew that at a, at a movie? Oh, Yuck. disgusting. I brought milk duds. Good choice. I brought those unwrapped peanut butter cups per oh. Craig's request. I actually didn't have any. And high chews, which they didn't really hit for me that yeah. time. But the popcorn was good. You'd have to individually unwrap each of those, which is kind of a pain in the it's ass. It's loud. It but slows I didn't you care down. because it was a 10 o'clock showing of Scream <laughs> 6. Scream 6. Um, a disturbing trend I've noticed at the movies is that many chains are now offering red vines, but not Twizzlers. And I, in every way, reject that. Well, and It's you, an inferior product. We and had I'll to put go my to name the, on that. the AMC because Regal is a Pepsi place now. Disgusting. People are making uh-uh. bad decisions. I will tell you this about AMC, though, is that they have those futuristic touchscreen mm-hmm. million combination mm-hmm. things, and you can buy a regular and just go back and refill it. Okay. That's so good to know. I, a point for AMC on that, I would you say. You get to free refills. Mm-hmm. That's great. I mean, I don't know if that's, like, sanctioned, but I... But I did it. Everyone did it, yeah. You know, I always think those freestyle machines are so cool, and yet every time I just get plain old Diet Coke. Because <laughs> <laughs> the original flavor well, chemicals is I'll, perfect. Yes. <laughs> Yes, all the syrups are like Molly poison too. <laughs> um, the cherry is the best one, and it would—it's just red forty. Yeah, well, it's, I would prefer and just to why? get a cherry coke, which does not have that, but that's not an option. Mm. Um, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Um, one thing I will tell you about Scream. Two things I will tell you. One is that it was a ten o'clock showing, and someone brought their six-year-old. Um, oh my hell. And a little guy seemed ornery after. Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, because he watched several people get stabbed in a movie. That's so inappropriate. It was so, I mean, it was a violent movie. Uh, Cuba Gooding Jr.'s son, who is not Cuba Gooding III, um, was in it. Why would you, why would you not? You said Cuba. Yeah. Not Cuba? It's Cuba. Is that so? I've never heard this in my life. I think it's Cuba. Um... He's a he's a cute young man, um, but one thing that really had me and Nicole laughing the entire time was that um, surprise Hayden Panettiere is in that movie. Well, what else is um, she doing with <laughs> with like diet Teresa Jadis hair? Oh, and like no. she's had I wouldn't say bad or good, but really interesting work done that sort of limits her facial capacities. Mm, she's kind of young for that, don't you think? She's thirty four. Yeah, but they're doing yeah. it, you know, younger and younger these days. She's not done buckle fat removal, so good for her. But yeah, her face is a little frozen. It almost looks like she got filler, like cheek filler. But I think she's always had a kind of round face. She definitely got lip filler, but like, judge not lest ye be judged. Right. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, Courtney Cox is in it. And Cuba she's going to keep in them. It's pronounced K-Y-O-O-B-A. Cuba. According K- to... Wait, the, wait, wait. Oh. Well, that, like, phonetically. Um, K- according to Cuba. thenameengine.com. I mean, the country I know is Cuba. You're supposed to, but, I mean, so maybe you I should mean, say Cuba Gooding Jr. I guess I just have a little Latin flavor in me. I guess you're just um, better than me. <laughs> I'm just better than you. Um, and then, obviously, last night was Succession. Um, wow. I'm so thrilled that this is on, but I'm already dreading that two months from now it's over. It's all over. It's all over. It's fascinating to see the way that different um, powerful people have shifted and sort of shuffled off. Like Jerry just sort of holds no power now. I know. I hate looking at Hugo. I hate. (laughs) I'm sorry. Fisher Stevens wash your hair challenge. I wonder if like... This can should... we put him in a turtleneck or God, something? God, can we do something? Can we work on bulking his neck? <laughs> he I, dated Michelle Pfeiffer. I don't understand how she did that. <laughs> I do you find this that when you watch um, when you watch Succession, and I actually feel relatively certain I've probably said this on the pod that everyone looks um, like they've been on a flight for twelve hours. Yeah, like, they look tired. And... They look tired, and they look like they have that sort of sheen um, of or like thin layer of of sweat and grease mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. that did not come from physical activity mm-hmm. just sort of inactive yeah glandular sweat <laughs> glandular yeah yeah well i mean yeah i don't know why that would be but. i mean they i think they're kind of trying to indicate that they all work like crazy hours but then i was actually watching it last night and thinking like am i smarter than the average character on the show or am i not I actually really don't have a good idea or sense of my place in this world vis-a-vis intelligence. I mean, I think it's just different different applications and lanes of intelligence. You know what I mean? Like, these characters, I actually think, are so unaware of... Like, they have such blind spots around their privilege and the world that they live in. You know what I mean? That, like... Yes, but I think Roman knows. Yeah. Which is, makes him a little more interesting because he knows and is like, well, what am I going to do about it? Roman and his relationship to Logan is such an interesting... Like, we were watching that last scene of it. Parker and I were like, I can't tell if like, if he really is bought in on all this or if it's just that he so desperately wants his dad's approval. I think it's that. Yeah. But then it's like... But it also is like he would he would run ATN way better than he would run Pierce. Yeah. Because he's more ideologically aligned. That's true. That's true. Uh, I was reading some, um, I think it was Hunter Harris's power rankings. um, And she was saying that, like, all three of the main kids, I mean, Connor, sorry, whatever. um, Like, they all love their dad, but Roman loves his dad and wants his approval. Whereas Kendall and Shiv love their dad and want to humiliate and embarrass him. Mm-hmm. Like, they, they want to, like, show that they're better than him or, like, get him to shuffle off and, like, make room for them. Yeah. Whereas Roman's kind of like, Daddy, just please like me. And so he's a little more pathetic in that way. Although Kendall is really pathetic. Kendall, Kendall was at the beginning, though. Yeah. And then so was Shiv in season two. Oh, my God. Um, when she was, like, made the shift to, like, power businesswoman after she was, like, sort of, I don't know, playing... Uh, Political power player. Yeah, what's the... Who's the... Um, who is... Oh, yeah. Huma. She was trying to be like a Huma Abedin type character, you mean? No, well, she was actually, yeah, to I would say fashioning herself after Huma Abedin, but I would say that she was a little bit more like, why can I not remember the 
publishing um, giant's daughter who joined up with the Black Panthers. Oh, um, Patricia. What is her name? Uh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I mean, it, it feels very... The thing about Kendall and Shiv that's a little bit pathetic is, like, I think that they really want the approval of um, large social factions that have good cause to not like them. Yeah. And you see that kind of person all over the place. You know what is I mean? Is it Patty Hearst? Patty Hearst. It's Patty Hearst. And it wasn't... It wasn't... Was it the Black Panther? I or was so. it? Um, oh, no, it was the... Um, Something Symbionese Liberation Army. That's what it was. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think that's why I feel like uh, Roman has a little bit more self-awareness is because he knows that he's not going to please people. I mean, they're all kind of like Abigail Disney types. Where yeah. She's like, sorry, sorry, sorry. Right. Um, but I actually think she's actually given away a fair amount of her wealth. Who, um, Abigail Disney? Yeah. yeah, she has. Yeah, but you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. you have a name yeah. that is so, like, you know that your gains are ill-gotten. Yeah. But you're not going to give away those gains. Yeah. So well, and I think Abigail Disney has talked before too about like she's like I give so much money away and I can't get rid of it all. Yeah. Like, it just keeps regenerating. Yeah. You know what I mean? So maybe she's not a good corollary, but like, but like that is that's the thing about that kind of wealth. It's like it just you lose all sense of proportion. Mm-hmm. People they're like talking about like throwing around numbers like a hundred million dollars. Yeah. And it's like that's more money than like the bottom half of this country. Oh yeah. Will ever hope I to mean, make. I mean that's kind of like for granted on that show but like yeah. the class the class structure on that show like the the floor of it is higher than the ceiling of like yeah it's anything, like greg anything anybody could imagine yeah, yeah and greg even still has like a few mil in his pocket yeah exactly um yeah i remember they were like told him that eight million is like an embarrassing amount of money to it have. was five yeah it was <laughs> yeah, five, five million dollars they were like that's the you're the poorest millionaire at that point and i was like that is such a they're like that was such a like these people are completely clueless and that was funny too that tom Wamscans was saying mm-hmm. that because he grew up with like very modest oh means, yeah you know but yeah. he's already so in that world that that's he's america like, though is yeah. like it really is not um it's not necessarily tied generationally back very far Mm-mm. no um, we don't have a lot of families that have been rich for a hundred years yeah exactly um, which is Maybe good, maybe bad. Yeah. You know, it's it's kind of both. Yeah. Because um, it's like, well, fortunes shift. Um, yeah. That's how it works. Anyway, Succession, great. Happy it's back. Incredible. It's literally all that's going on in my life. There's so much good TV on right now. It is overwhelming. Wow. I mean, I felt like I was in such a dry spell there for a while. It really did, yeah. And then last night, right before um, Succession, they were like, they had a little teaser. <sighs> Power play. With Righteous Gemstones coming back. Barry. Barry coming back, which I need to get caught you up on. You really should. That last season was nuts. Is um is our girl Darcy still on it? Darcy Carden? Yeah. She was in season oh, one. Oh, yeah, she is. I love her. <laughs> yeah, she's got uh, a very funny character. Okay, good. Um, and then there was something else that they Hacks. advertised. Oh, Hacks being back. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then, yeah, and just like that. <laughs> Four. Can you believe Oh man, this is going to turn into an and just like that podcast before you know it. Wait, because I'm so one thing we ready. love to do is make fun of the script writing on that. And yet I cannot stop. I wonder if they are going to improve it this season knowing Because everyone was like Chady as is yeah. a joke. Well, and also just like the, there were so many things about that last season that we were all like you've got to be kidding me. Yeah. Get out of here. You know what I mean? Like the Chase specifically, like that was the worst of it I all. I think it was that all of Chase's dialogue was about um, like Che's various demographic assignments. And yes. it's like, can you 
give them a character. Every line Che said was like, as, as a non-binary Latinx queer creator. <laughs> Irish, Mexican, blah, blah. It's like, okay. I got it. What are your interests? <laughs> Apart from this old lady. Yeah, this old lady. She, watching watching her disrespect herself was kind of nuts. Do you think she'll get back with Steve? I doubt it. And it's like, poor Steve. He didn't deserve that. That's life. That's showbiz. That's life. That's life. I mean, whole time, though, she always acted like she was better than Steve. She did. She always acted like she had settled for him. Like, she was doing him a favor by being with him. And I was like, that's a nice man. Oh, you mean the man who owns his own recession-proof business? Okay. Right. Okay. Bars? Right. People drink when times are good, and they drink more when times are bad. Uh Uh-huh. Period. Dumbass. Yikes. I'm frustrated with her. <laughs> I find her so frustrating. Y'all, I do not like her. Yeah. Um, she makes bad choices sometimes. She really does. What have you been up to? Um, You know, about the same. You and I went shopping. We went to Ikea. I went to get Ikea. Ikea. Um, again, it's like mm-hmm. twice this month, I think. Um, yeah, Nicole always uh, opines that you and I spend more time at Ikea than literally anyone else she knows. Well, we like to visit Sweden. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I'm an international get, traveler. I need to go get my passport stamped. <laughs> um, and I got some bookshelves for my kids' rooms. I was about to get some for my room, but then I was like, I have so many projects that I need to... Those chairs in my garage, I gotta get get those out of my garage and into my kitchen before I can attack this. Yeah. So I'm about ready to start Let getting serious about those chairs. That project. I would love to have hands on that project. Yeah, Even just company, but definitely hands would oh, be yeah. helpful. Um, they're, they've been sitting in the garage for like a year now, so they've got like cobwebs. I've been needing to scrub a dub before uh-huh. I start doing the, anything with the them. The pink stuff and the scrub daddy all up on that. Yeah, for sure. I'll, I'll get them get them nice and clean. Um, but yeah, that's about it. Like, oh, Sunday was bananas. I took my oldest to Girl Scouts and then to a birthday party right afterwards. And thankfully, because I was like, I need to watch this movie for the podcast. And we've got so much good TV on tonight that I don't want to be like not watching Succession because I got to watch the Boston Strangler. So I was like, you would have resented this podcast if that I would have. Happened. So I was like, um, baby, can you go on into Girl Scouts and I'll stay out in the car and just watch the Boston Strangler on my iPad. You so did, I did that, huh? I watched like the first hour while she was in Girl Scouts, and then I took her to this party. I like walked in, got her settled or whatever. And then when I saw a couple of other parents also like leaving, I was like. I'm also going to go back to my car and watch. I could have just gone home. The, ha- the place was like five minutes from our house. But I was like, okay, I'm going to just go sit out in the car and watch that some more. And oh my then my God. gas got low. <gasps> it was already kind of low, but I was like sitting there with the AC on. Okay, but queen of multitasking, queen of time management. I did. I know I had like 15 minutes left that I watched right before you came. Um, but yeah, it was, it, I, you know, that was about the right setting to watch that movie because if I'd had more distractions, I probably would not have paid close attention. I'm going to be honest. I didn't super duper pay a lot of attention yeah. because I had a lot of extra work to do today. So between the hours of five and like 645, I just threw that on and caught Cle- Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, and like the thing is too, it kind of follows such a familiar well-trodden path of this I kind mean, of story. It's like, hello. It's like journalists uncovering something scandalous. I mean, it was a, it was an interesting story. I'll give yeah. them that. Um, but it kind of mirrored Spotlight in a lot of ways where it was like, here's these journalists. Same town. Yeah, same town. And I'm Mm -hmm. also, I was telling you, I was watching, um, she said, when you got here, it's the same thing. It's like reporters chasing down a a story. I think that that, I guess we're hopping into the movie. Yeah, sure. It's a good segue. Yeah. That genre of movie is valid, but I only hunger for it rarely. Yeah. You know? I, I've never seen All the President's Men. I've heard it's great. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you what two boys I like. 
Dustin Hoffman and Robert Redman. Redford. Redman. <laughs> Redman. Robert Redman. Um, I love Dustin Hoffman. I do too. What a cute. Such a cutie patootie. Guy. Oh my God. Always has been cute. He has been. I yeah. love The Graduate. That movie is a classic for a I've good reason. i watched that uh, more than you'd imagine. It's good. You know what I think about a lot is when his dad's friend is like plastic. You should get him the plastic. It's yes. Mr. Feeny is his dad's it friend. It's Mr. Feeny, it's Mr. Huh? Feeny. Mm-hmm. And I also think about the hotel lobby where he meets Mrs. Robinson. Oh, my God. Also, That's Anne Bancroft. That's yeah. Mel Brooks's wife. Well, she's passed since, but... that You wouldn't talk about a hottie for the hot-tea. ages. And they were so cute. Yeah. Anne Bancroft and Mel Brooks. Like, there was some quote from ages ago that I loved that was like... She was like, I love when I hear his key in the door because I think, now the party is about to start... And I was like, ah. I mean, also, like, I feel very blessed to feel the same. Yeah, uh, definitely. You know, like, being married to a Sagittarius. Yeah. It's like, the party. Goofy times. Goofy times are in store. What is he going to do today? <laughs> you never know. <laughs> you never be knowing. <laughs> um, yeah, I also think that goofy man, hot woman mm-hmm. um, is the vibe. Andy Samberg, Joanna <sighs> Newsome. I did not realize how long they'd been together till I saw that TikTok. And Since she 2007. is so pretty. She is so pretty. Can't tell you her voice is always for me, if I'm being real with it's you. It's not for me, necessarily. But, you know, I think she's definitely doing something that only she does. And there's that's yeah, something to it's say. it's a niche. And I can't act like she's not talented. Like, no. the harp? Damn. That's, that's, a, that's, that's an really instrument something. to learn. Yeah. And, I, you know, I've heard that she's a really good songwriter. I'll, I'm sure I will go through a Joanna Newsom phase past the point where anyone will want to talk about it with me. Mm-hmm. 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 As is my custom, I guarantee you, I'm going to listen to that new Lana Del Rey in three months. Yeah, same. And everyone. When else I get to it, I get to it. I'm just not, you know. I'm, I'm pretty. I'm pretty busy with sister wives right now. <laughs> it's keeping you busy. I. I it's rotting away at me because you know it does that Discovery Plus thing where it's like previously on Sister Wives, up next on Sister Wives, and they tell you everything. Oh, definitely. But they, it's like. Make it seem like maybe a little more dramatic than it's going to be. Like they're doing that with um with uh, Love Is Blind. They'll be like later and later on this season, and then they show Brett being like, "It shouldn't be like this." And you're yeah. like, "There's come on, Brett and I, Tiffany are going to get married." It's funny that we talked about the music on this last time because oh I've seen God. so many TikToks, killer TikToks. I yeah. just sent you another one earlier. It was the, good. And someone commented like a thunderstorm, and then they added that song that was like, "I can feel the thunder." <laughs> it's so ridiculous it's my hypersensory show for my dumb dumb brain (laughs) it's so silly when we were talking a couple weeks ago at at ingrid's house about vanderpump rules um i was like you know like i always feel like i need to go back and like watch all of these these shows and like like i gotta pay attention and angela was like no that's the beauty of these shows you don't have to pay close attention (laughs) you're not gonna miss anything yeah (laughs) they will make sure they'll give you flashbacks Uh you know they will make sure you have the context you need to proceed you know what i love is that sort of like weird muted filter that they put on flashbacks Mm -hmm. it's like Mm -hmm. it's not black and white which would be camp and hilarious it's sort of like 50 percent black and white yeah they just like almost like turn the brightness down Mm -hmm. they're like here's dorinda frantically cleaning yeah or here's dorinda throwing a drink in someone's face oh, i love dorinda i love that she's on tiktok and the lulu is hell is she on cameo and how much does it cost probably a lot you know what i but if i'm in that amount of money i would pay for luann because she'll say something inscrutable oh i just saw one of her earlier where somebody had um gotten her to make a cameo for their friend who is a special ed teacher and i guess in oh, luann's no. mind she thought phys ed but what she said was I heard that you're a special ed teacher, which I love because, you know, 
in, inside I'm a jock. And I was like, that sounds like you love to make fun <laughs> it sure of does. mentally handicapped individuals. It sure does. Inside wow. I'm a jock? Yeah. Well, yeah, she girl, meant you're like physette. six foot tall and also, trim as you want to be too. You're actually on the outside, outside a jock. you're a jock. <laughs> right. Luman. Come on. Yeah. Get real, girl. Be cool. Don't be all uncool. uncool. Okay. So Boston Strangler. Boston Strangler. It's the true story of these two women mm-hmm. who broke the Boston Strangler story for it. It sounds like a paper that is no longer in yeah, circulation. The, the Observer or something. I don't uh, know. It was like the Boston Record, Daily Record. Yeah. Something like that. This um, movie, if you, you didn't need... I, if, if I didn't know it was on Hulu explicitly, mm-hmm. I would know it was on Hulu. Yeah, Because for it sure. has that Handmaid's Tale Instagram color grading. Yes, for sure. Where it's like, why does it have to be this dark mm-hmm. and this blue and this saturated? Because of that, I assumed until I literally shit you not 30 minutes before the end of the movie that this was taking place in the 40s. Yeah. And when I found out it was the 60s, I was like, you gotta be they joking me. They did not me. communicate that well at all. No, I and say, I think they did say it, like, in a little slide, but I just wasn't paying attention. Well, I'm not reading all that. <laughs> <laughs> Happy for you. I think, well, yeah, I would say the costuming, and the, you know what it is, is um, the finger waves. Yeah, the hair. The yeah. hair does not look quite 60s. Um, Kira Knightley. Kira Knightley. Has a modern face in some ways, and yet she's so well-suited. To P-Rod pieces. Specifically mid-century. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Her American accent was pretty good. She did a great job. I was job. surprised. I was not expecting that. I really love her. I do too. I wish nothing but the best for that icon. Obviously. Yeah. You know what I was realizing though is like, okay, now we know she can do an American accent. Uh-huh. What else can she do? <laughs> can, can she do a modern movie? And an American accent. God, no joke. I mean, she was in love actually. Yeah. At the tender age and of And she like was in 18. Bend It Like Beckham. That's that was, true. like, her fam- her first movie. But then, like, I, she really does mostly, um, almost exclusively period pieces. Practitioners, practitioners of um, Geeks Who Drink Trivia will know that this past week, the visual round was crazy. It was a video thing where they would flash up a picture of a national park. Uh-huh. And the answer was that you would combine the national park featured with the movie that was playing superimposed above it. Oh so they God. showed these mountains and it says, like, this park is in Texas. And in the background, they were, like, showing clips of Bend It Like Beckham. So the answer Big is Bend, it, Big like Bend it Like Beckham. Goofy. There were some really, like, it was like the that Japanese movie Ponyo. It was like Ponyo Simity. Um, God, I really am looking, and I'm like, I, I don't know the last time she was in a non-period piece. Unbelievable. I mean, why not? Like, find <laughs> your specialty and run, baby girl. Yeah, I guess so, but like, girl, I would love, oh, she was in Seeking a Friend for the End of the World in 2012. That was 11 years ago. You know, it's something about that movie is that it did make me emotional. <laughs> oh, I never saw it, but I believe that it would make me cry, for um, sure. It was a, the end was actually. Oh, written by Lorene Scafaria. She is, um... Bo Burnham's partner. Oh, okay. Or maybe used to be? I think used to be. I was confusing her with, um, Nicole Holofsener. Holofsener. Yeah, she's got um, a new movie coming out. I want to see that. What was it called? You Hurt My Feelings. <laughs> <laughs> you Hurt My Feelings? I'm yeah. not sure I know it's... Uh, Julia Louis-Dreyfus is, like, oh, a novelist. that's right. I do want to see that. overhears her husband, Tobias Menzies, giving a less-than-glowing review of her book. <laughs> which is, like, just such a silly kind of low-stakes, um... Also, that title is so cute. <laughs> I know. And, it, like, you, you know the beats in that movie is that they're going to work it out. Yeah, for sure. Because they seem like a very sweet happy couple yeah no question but you know it's like 
like we've said this before, they don't really make married folks pop songs very often. They don't. Did you know Crazy what? Stupid Love was a married folks movie. Did you ever see that? Yes, but I don't remember the married folks part. I know there were like three competing so storylines. It was Steve Carell, classic married folks man in a movie. Yeah. And, um, well, Date Night was also a married folks movie. Mm-hmm. That was a funny one. I don't think I, I think I fell asleep watching it. Oh, it was cute. No, it's I'll, I'll give it a it's shot silly. again. Um, but it's it was, not a reflection of the movie. I just be falling asleep. No, yeah. It was him and Julianne Moore and they were getting divorced, but then they like, they reunite by the end of the movie, which is always a plot point that I love because I hate to see divorce happen. Makes me so sad. <laughs> makes me so sad. <laughs> makes me so sad. I know sometimes it's necessary, blah, blah, blah. No, but like, I know. But even I'm set, like, truly, uh, there's just a church lady in me that can't be silenced. And it's not judgment. It's just like, oh, no, it's man, just like, I'm sad that's for you. a real bummer. I that's bet that really hurts. really sad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, Lorene Scafaria has the same birthday as you, but she's okay, 13 Diva. years older than you. <laughs> Um, okay, actually, she was in a movie called Begin Again that does not look like a period piece. Okay, what's that? Begin uh, Again. She's, ew, Mark Ruffalo is in it, as is, brace yourself, Adam Levine and Haley Steinfeld. Adam and James Levine. Corden. For these reasons, I cannot watch this I'm movie. Out. James Corden is an automatic. It's Catherine Keener. It's like, you have really sweet people, people that I like, but they cannot make up for the sins of the Mm-mm. people that I just Mm-mm. listed. Catherine Keener is on the good list, obviously. Chris Cooper was in this movie. We love Chris we Cooper. We love Chris Cooper. We love Carrie Coon. We love Carrie Knightley. Wow. All three are the... And David Dust Malshian. That's four of the main stars that have uh, alliterated names. David Dust Malshian, Malkian, however you say his name. He's been in a lot of things, and he's always a little freak. Um, okay. Hold on. Let me make sure. He was the sure. one that played Albert DeSalvo. Okay. The killer, right? Yeah. Well, the one that, like... Uh, confesses to the, the crime, but to, then... To be honest, I did not finish. So, they basically... Oh, and Rory Cochrane was also in this. I did not recognize he him. He looks in rough. It. Uh, well, you know, he's he's t- old. Time he's is happening to him. Yeah. yeah. Um, so basically, these two these two crackerjack gals um, from the paper are chasing down um, leads because the Boston police are just playing around and not taking this very seriously. They're playing in the sink. They are playing in the sink. Um, and this so, movie is called Boston Strangler, right? Yeah, just Boston Strangler. I don't understand why it's not coming up when I search it, though. Mm, I found it. Anyway. Because <laughs> I'm different. <laughs> um, so, anyways, they... Um, and the, the details of the murders are, like, really grisly... Um, but at first, it's all old ladies, and then, like, it starts to switch to young ladies. So, it's like the killer's M.O. changes. Mm-hmm. So, there are various times of this movie where it's like, that's it. We cracked it. And then it ends up being, like, that was a diversion, and that's not who it was. Um, like, there's one guy who was the ex-boyfriend of one of the, the murder victims. Mm-hmm. And that victim's roommate was like he's been like harassing her ever since they broke up like he's been really scary and Kira Knightley goes to visit him and she like immediately gets creepy vibes and leaves and she's like it has to be him and then he has an alibi and blah 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 um she's working closely with Morgan Spector which is Rebecca Hall's husband no that's her husband oh sorry that is you're right and then she's working closely with Emily Mortimer's husband, Alessandro yes. Nivola. So they Morgan's, work very similar to me. They do. Morgan Spector, um, to me, has a very kind face. Yeah. Um, and I saw him. I watched The Plot Against America for some reason in 2020 because we were in, at home. The Plot you know? Against America. I don't know. It's a, I think it's a Philip Roth story that was... Um, it's like an alternate storyline. Oh, Ed Burns created it. Alternate storyline set in the 40s about like if 
Charles Lindbergh were kind of like a fascist candidate in the U.S. Okay. Um, did he play? Did he play Lindbergh? No, he played like a Jewish man. Okay. It was because he is Jewish. Yes. Yeah. It was kind of like years and years where it was just like things are bad. Want to feel worse? Yeah. Kind of thing. Like I don't know why I watched years and years and loved no, it. No, I, I think I look back at it now and I'm like, actually, what was happening was abusive, and you guys were putting out way too much freaky deaky content, like Handmaid's Tale. The fact that that had so much purchase, I haven't. It still does. It's still on. I can't. It's, no, it's still it. popular, but I've stopped watching it because yeah. mostly that character is a dumbass who can't pull her head out of room, right. but Bobby Finger has talked about years and years a bunch. Like, I think it just made a real impression on some of us, including myself. No, same. I watched it probably twice because it has a really good cast. It's such a good cast. Um, and it's honestly, I also feel like as effed up as it is, it's like an interesting thing of like, well, life goes on. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. And then that ultimately was kind of like the, the whole point of yeah. the movie, I, I think. I actually um, saw this girl today um, on Twitter that was talking about um, when people are like, like shame parents for being like, why would you bring children into this world? And she's like, it is the height of narcissism to to ignore the fact that there have been so many like Armageddon's throughout history that our ancestors have survived through. It co- it completely and to think this is really the final one. It's actually one of the most ignorant stances, and I get really really yeah irritated and I actually have almost zero patience for it now because I'm like I understand that things feel bad because you are um ingesting a constant stream of information right you were never meant to right um things have never been better right quality of life wise never been better yeah even like I even hope if we'll you figure can, out this climate thing, um, but, but I we think will. This, there's people working on it around the clock. But also, much smarter than me. Also, like that's been a point of contention for years and years too. Like, yeah, you know, not to say that it's not something to be worked on, but like, I just think nothing is gained from telling from people. Panicking. Yeah, 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 and like, it just like all you're doing is completely destroying someone's quality of life. Right. Exactly. And paralyzing them. Yep. Like, it, it's it's a cruel approach. I don't yeah. know that it's, like... I really don't think anyone's intentionally trying to, like, ruin people's minds. But it's, like, someone needs to chill out. Yeah. And be a voice of, like, we're good. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I really love... There are a handful of people that are, like... Um, that kind of, like, write about, like, when we figure this out, mm-hmm. here are some things that we can look forward to in the future. And I'm, like, I mean, that's like a nice, like... a lot like, of solutions at hand, too. Yeah. Yeah. And I... <laughs> Personally, because I just don't think my uh, English degree <laughs> qualifies me, um, is going to make me super useful in this situation. So I'm a chill shorty. Yeah. I'm going to do good things, but like. Yeah. I'm yeah. looking at, um, sorry, I'm looking at Wikipedia right now. And uh, did you know that Emily Mortimer and her husband have been married for 20 years? This Alessandra year? Nivola? Yes. I love good when Hollywood couples have been married for a long time. <laughs> I must have seen him in a lot, but I mostly remember him from that um many saints of newark no that uh movie with rachel vice where they're um oh i would like to see it it's rachel vice and rachel mcadams the oh yeah oh my god Hasidic movie <laughs> i've never seen that but defiance mm-hmm. um jill what's her face gutowitz gutowitz mm-hmm. is always talking about that movie on Twitter, like, forever. I, it. I remember at one point being like, Rachel Weisz's biceps. No one talks about it. Like, what? drop the routine, girl. Rachel Weisz's whole thing. Her whole thing. She's so pretty. <laughs> one of the prettiest people we have. It's 
It's unbelievable. Nuts. Yeah. Okay, you know what it is, Lindsay, is that I keep looking for things on IMDb, and there's, like, a banner ad at the top that is preventing the top result from showing up, and I can't seem to do a damned thing about it. Unbelievable. The way that they treat you? And being a power user such as I? <laughs> I find that the IMDb app is, frankly, unusable. I have to use the, the website. I haven't felt that way, but, like, there's a lot of tread on these tires for me. It's this mm. it's this ad for Blue Beetle, which, as far as I can tell, seems to be another DC or Marvel thing. And, like, girly girl, I don't I'm not care. doing that. I, it's, have we hit peak Marvel yet? Can we, can we stop? I keep thinking that we have. Can we stop? Like, you guys are... It just, it's going to take, I think, three consecutive bombs. Yeah. For someone to get the picture. But right now, it's like, I don't know, people are going there. They're watching it. Like, we saw Ant-Man, but, like, and it was fine. Like, I, you know, I love Paul Rudd. I think he's cute and funny, whatever. But, like, that movie was a mess, a whole mess. And, like, I don't know. There's supposed to be a new Guardians of the Galaxy coming out. And it's like, I... Yeah, I saw the answer. <laughs> at Chris Pratt. I am praying for your downfall. <laughs> Please. You know what I am excited about? Yes, I am. And it... Actually, has nothing to do with his personal life, of which I do not care at this point. I just it's find him unctuous. He's yeah, he's oversaturated. Yeah, it's the same thing with Pedro Pascal. Probably a very sweet person, but y'all have to shut the fuck. Sorry, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> you have to be quiet. Yeah, you, you have, have to, to be quiet. Craig and I were weekly- talking about this at brunch. Oh, sorry. Oh yeah, I was gonna say on Who Weekly they were like he is basically a shoe in to be sexiest man alive on People this year, and they were like that is sometimes a curse because that that means you have hit oversaturation mm-hmm. I would Sorry, say so but also I don't find him sexy because there's no um sexy implies a lot of mystery mm-hmm. that I I'm don't, seeing too much of you I'm seeing too much of you but we were talking about this at brunch because it's like just you know this classic like online like protect him at all costs annoying from what girl from what stop what from from what from, from wife you right that your problem is that you think people are owed protection from life. Okay. <laughs> like, but also this is a grown man. Yeah. You're just you're, like you're treating him like a like kawaii baby, like, like, a little baby. No, no it's he's annoying. A full it's beard. So annoying. And it, frankly, I think his face is kind of pancakey and weird to look at at this point. <laughs> I'm going in on everybody. I'm going in. I thought he was cute on Game of Thrones when he was like. I forgot that was him. That character had something. That it was character, the character had something. It was, it was that he was kind of an asshole. Yeah. They and don't appreciate just, that enough, the young people. He was just kind of slinky, too. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, you couldn't... He was unpredictable. He was a chaos agent. We don't have enough fey... Tricksters. Trace, yeah. Oh, yeah. God. I saw the... They, they showed the trailer for The Flash before Scream, and I was like, what y'all going an, forward with that? <laughs> what an absolute mess. Is Ezra not still at large? DC Comics has really gotten in bed with one of the most chaotic, frankly, evil individuals <laughs> of our time. <laughs> I don't know what they're going to do. This comes up on our team meetings at work all the time because, like, the couple of the guys that work with us are all, like, really into comic stuff and they follow all this. And they're like, yeah, I'm really excited to see The Flash. And I'm like, but... The thing but, is, but, is, like, I, I truly feel like the majority of people who are going to go to see that probably aren't. Aren't familiar with Ezra Miller's lore. not active Twitter users. Wow. You know, there's a, a large contingency that are. I um, remember you filling me in on the Ezra Miller of it all mm. while I was in Lascaux. I, we were waiting for our damn <laughs> electric. Girl, this can't wait. <laughs> we were waiting for our electric car to finish charging. <laughs> 
And we just split a bottle of wine. It was and hot I'll as blazes. I'll never forget that day at Lascaux when you told me about Ezra Miller <laughs> kidnapping that underage girl. <laughs> what a mess. I don't know if there's any updates on that, but it's like... Well, then there was also um, legal action from the... What was it? The, the husband oh. of a woman, the ex-husband of a woman who had absconded with their children to live at Ezra's farm. Oh, is there and a when cult the hu- situation going on there? It seems that way. And when the husband went to, like, go pick up the kids or something, he was like, there were just, like, loaded guns lying around on the floor, and my kids were, like, walking around yeah, near them. it's giving Charlie Manson. It's very scary. Um, so there's that. Like, I watched that trailer, and I was like... I felt a chill. I felt the presence of evil. <laughs> and it doesn't look very it's not for me. good it's either. Not for me. I just, <laughs> every time I watch one of those articles, I regret it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, because it's like, I could have put this time towards, I don't Art. know. I was about to say <laughs> drawing a tomato. <laughs> Something me and my sister are doing quite a lot these days. <laughs> I got a whole set of oil pastels so I that I could follow that girl's if we tutorials. Could play with them, uh, Definitely when we go downstairs because I, I have the tempuras and I'm wondering if I should make the leap. You should. They're very satisfying. I think it was like eleven dollars for like forty eight colors. <laughs> oh, also oil oil pastels are like so little and they're like little crayons, but they yeah. just got such a good color payoff. Oh Ooh, my gosh! Love and them. the glide on those. Mm. Get you into one of those. Um, anyways, okay. So Boston Strangler, blah blah blah. They end up. They, they, I think they still don't really know who did all of the murders. The the guy oh, that there's confessed, suggestion that there was a two man job or more. Yeah. yeah. Um, Albert DeSalvo, who confessed, was DNA confirmed to have killed the thirteenth victim, but like the other twelve, they're like we don't really know. And apparently, he had like made some shenanigans deal where he was going to confess. But his confession couldn't be used against him in court, which it's like, that doesn't make any sense. But he was going to get some book deal because F. Lee Bailey was his attorney. A name I'm very familiar with, but Why? I don't know. Who is I don't, that? He is like a legendary attorney. But why do I know his name? Oh, you know what? He was, um, I think he was on O.J. Simpson's, uh, uh, what's this called? Like legal team. He did, um, oh, he was also uh, Patty Hearst's attorney, um, O.J. Simpson, uh, what else? Yeah, so he's, he's done a lot of things. Anyways, interesting character, I'd say. Huh. Yeah. He's been disbarred. Okay. <laughs> Do you think in, that's a good sign? In Florida and Massachusetts. Um, fascinating. Yeah. Okay, so, well, yeah, I, I generally was like, this movie, it's fine. Oh, Nathan Lane played him in The People vs. O.J. Simpson. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I remember that now. Um, okay, yeah. So, this this movie was fine. It was like, I would say it was bog standard crime yeah, journalism you, you story. you know exactly what you're going to get out exactly. of this thing. It's a good cast. Um, the if this is a case that's interesting insane. to you, then, you know, you might find it worthwhile. Like, I think our parents would enjoy it probably because they love like a oh, crime show. They watch you know? everything. They watch it all. Um, next week, we're going to take a, a hard pivot to Lady Chatterley's Lover. Uh-huh. A thing I don't know much about other than that it was violently scandalous at the time of its release, the yeah. book. Um, and the new movie has, uh, who did we say was in it? Jack Connell. Who I is think, that? Um, he's, he's been in a lot. He was in Skins. Um, he was in that movie about the IRA. Um, okay. Okay. Cool. I think he's, I think he's a cutie. And Emma Corrin. The, Jolie Richardson. Emma Corrin. That was who else? Daughter of Vanessa Redgrave. Daughter. Daughter. So yeah, we'll watch that. It's on Netflix. 
So um, watch yeah. it or don't. Yeah, but we'll be back talking about it. Yammering, you know, as we do. All right, y'all have a good week. Bye. Bye.